Say Something, a video podcast so you can listen and watch. It's like sports talk or news talk, but it's life talk to help us walk the road together. I'm Kay, and thanks for joining me and a few of my friends as we contemplate societal issues and ideas, searching for truth so that together we can say something encouraging to folks walking alongside. On today's show, we gather a few of our hosts to chat about loving our neighbors, leaning into issues that warrant discussion, looking for perspective, and grabbing fresh lenses informed by hope so that amidst the chaos, the confusion, and even exhaustion, we don't lose sight of what's important, people of great worth that matter. As is always the case, this is an imperfect chat that doesn't solve all life's problems. We're just walking life together. Thanks for joining the conversation. Here we go. And so today we are really going to talk about how to say an encouraging word when it just, it seems like this environment is so overwhelming. It's really hard to get your, your arms around it. And by the environment, I mean you know, the COVID stuff, first of all, which has kind of landed us in a very interesting spot where we have racial tension that is real and it involves people that that legitimately matter and feel like they and have not been heard through the years. So what do we do on a personal level? And that's what we're going to talk about today. And so, Brenda, yeah, I'm kicking it off to you. Julie Hildebrand writes for the Good Word Project, speaks, and has been a community voice for the Dallas Morning News. She is a Colson Fellow and popular speaker. Erin Schreier is a certified leader, life coach, popular speaker, community leader, writer, founder of the Good Word Project, and 40 Under 40 Award recipient. Brenda Teal is currently an anchor on Shreveport's KTSB News team. She is an award-winning journalist, anchor, popular MC, and community advocate on issues of faith, business, and reconciliation. You can find links to our Say Something host on saysomethingshow.com. Because I think this is all a part of a bigger plan. And here's to wait. Just wait for me. Wait. Wait on it. Wait on it. Here we go. So in March, we have this virus happen. And now we have to all stay at home, all right, because of executive orders. And so now we are, you know, huddled up with our families and realizing, hey, they're not so bad because we've slowed down. We've not been running with the carpool and all the sports. And and having to be everywhere. And having to be, yeah. Yeah, there really was a massive dial down. It was. And it was good. And people started doing things together, like throwing the ball to their son, you know. It was good. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And so we had that season to where we really had to huddle up and realize how important it was to spend time with family. Mm -hmm. And then this other thing happens. And uh, that captures national attention. And we're now having to look to our neighbors. So we realize the value of loving one another, but yes. we're also called to love our neighbors. Mm. And so that's kind of where we are right now. Yeah. And how do we love our neighbors yeah. and be better on the other side? I don't know, but I love that you said loving our family because I think we forget that it really is an extended family that's next to us. Mm-hmm. And and we really mm-hmm. need to treat it like family. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know? And so... Um, Speak, I mean, really, honestly, speaking of family, we were talking with Lisa earlier. Her, mm-hmm. Lisa is Brenda's sister, all right? Mm-hmm. She lives in Las Vegas and um, totally different part of the country, but dealing, of course, with the same thing. And so, oh, my gosh, did Lisa have some great stuff to say and to share. So I asked Brenda if we could call her in. All right. Let's call Lisa. Hey, Lise. Hi, Lisa. Brenda's sister, Lisa Hank, is a recently retired civilian director from the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department with over 25 years of law enforcement experience, including in the employment diversity and abuse neglect sections. She was recently awarded by the Las Vegas Trauma Intervention Program for compassionate actions in the wake of tragedy. 
How are you? Okay. I want to say good morning, but I think it's good afternoon. Yes. 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 <laughs> it's just the morning. It is there. still the morning. Is it a two-hour time change? Yeah. Two hours. Two difference. hours. Okay. Okay. So first of all, thank you for coming because you know I would say that your sister is like a sister friend to me. So sorry, Lisa. That means you've got me too. So <laughs> Brenda knows our family, and she knows that you know with one comes all. And I so I have to say this because with your dad, whenever I see her dad, it's like, hey, dad, I'm your daughter from the other side of the car. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, I hope you don't mind. But when we were talking, I just thought you had such great stuff to say about a couple of things that deal with these issues going on. And one is perspective, how important it is to call perspective in. And another is the lenses that you act, that we see through. Because as we try to deal with this overwhelming problem, those two things can help a lot. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think um, when we talk about uh, the lens, and I think that it, I think this is a very important concept to understand. Yeah, we all see the world differently through our own lens, mm -hmm. and our lens is really truly shaped by our environment, those that we're raised with, those that we associate with. You know, it's it's the way that we view things, the way that we view people, the way that we view situations is shaped by experiences yeah and so if you have a negative experience then sometimes we're able to through that lens we will associate that with everything yeah. if we have a positive experience you know um those of us who who grew up going to disneyland those are those warm fuzzy memories so whenever you hear disneyland it's going to set off this positive sensation yeah. within you you know because it's associated with something positive but the lens can really truly impact the way that we interact, Brenda, you were saying, with those neighbors mm -hmm. um, that, that, we, um, that we live next to every day. Yeah, yeah. And I think, and that's everybody on an individual level, too. You know, because everyone has experiences in their life. And to be able to interact with people that are walking next to you, what I hear you saying is that we need to appreciate the experiences that every person has had mm -hmm. and walk in that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then the more, it, it's, it's really about, and I'm going to use this word, it's really about having the courage. Courage. Having mm -hmm. the courage to associate with people that may look different than you. Mm -hmm. um, of being willing to open yourselves up to new experiences and new thoughts and yeah. new ideas that may not be what you're accustomed to. Mm -hmm. But we have to have the courage to do that. Okay, mm -hmm. tell us how. So I think that it is just, and if, it, and if it's not where you completely, totally immerse yourself in, yeah. um, I think it's taking those, those, those slow steps. If you have a neighbor, you yeah. know what I mean? Especially right now, um, where we have all been um, kind of in isolation, as Edward yeah. said, to put on that mask and, and take something over it just to say hello. You know, um, because many of us don't even know who we live next to. So true. You know, you know but just those little steps, if it is, um, I don't know, going to, um, going to visit a campus that may be... Um, predominantly African-American. If it's going to a, a church, um, a, a church. church. Mm -hmm. yeah. if it's going to a synagogue, if it's going to, you know, something 
that might be different, but will expose you to some sort of education about maybe that culture. Yeah, that is so yeah. good. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I also think it's kind of having courage to ask questions. Yes. If there's something that mm -hmm. you don't know, something that you may not be comfortable with, then go to someone and ask a question. Yeah. I think that they will probably appreciate it more mm -hmm. and respect you more because you're interested in learning about who they are. Okay, Lisa, I got to ask you this. How, uh, last week, we, we attempted to have this conversation before. <laughs> and when we had that conversation at the end of it, Aaron asked me a question. And you want to pose that question yeah, again? Because I want to know how you feel about uh, sure. the, the question. Okay. So so what I, what I asked her, and forgive me if I use the wrong words, but um, what I asked her was, um, which, which is your preference? Would you prefer that I say... Um, I, I see no color when I see you, um, or or is the preference to say, no, I see that you are black, and you know I I love you, I respect you, I admire you. Which um, for me, and I think that that's a great question, and this is kind of what we're talking about. Yeah. For me, I want you to see me for who I am. You see exactly me what your sister said. As a black or an African American female. But it doesn't matter. Yes. Right. I love you for who you are. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, but you still see me. Right. Yes. And that was an eye opener for me because because yeah. in in my lack of, of knowledge just from not knowing, I I made an assumption that was wrong to think that no color is better, that there is no difference. But but there is. And I think that's the hard part is Right, but you and, and you don't want to offend anybody. I think that I think it all stems from love. Yeah. And so if we can just lead with love and not to be all hippie-ish, you know. Right. <laughs> but to lead with legit love. But to be able to open that conversation and so just how how um like when going into it, what's a good thing to say? Is it just great to go? Because I always feel like if somebody says, I don't mean to offend you, but it's like, don't say whatever the next thing is that's coming out of your mouth. You know what I mean? It's like, stop. So how do you even enter the conversation? Do you know what I mean? Go ahead, Lisa. I think, I think Aaron, um, I think the way that that was done was very respectful. I do too. It was very non-threatening. Yeah. It was, I, I want to know because this matters to me. Yeah. I think when I asked you, I, I simply asked, can I ask you something? And I tell you, yeah. my reaction, I had never been asked that question before. Really? really? I've always heard, well, you know, I don't see your color. And, and I never really thought about how that made me feel. But when you said it a different way, that was comforting to my soul. So that, was, you, that was visually comforting to your soul. Mm -hmm. You kind of did this. Yeah. Like, oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was. So it's enlightening. But as we lean in and learn, even um, it, it's been good as we have come talked amongst oh, ourselves over the yes. last you know, couple of days. I'm learning new stuff. And so it's not just uh, white America learning how to communicate. It's black America, too. Yeah. We're learning a whole lot through yeah. this season. Do you agree, sis? Yeah. I, I completely agree. And you know, as we're kind of sitting here talking about something, I wanted to introduce another term, too, that okay. I think may be worthy of some dialogue. And that's the word inclusion. Mm -hmm. um, and the thing is, is that you may, you know, we, we may have folks that don't look like us in our lives, yes? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So, so you, you feel like, okay, you know what, um, 
you know, I, I, I'm very open to different cultures and to different races, but then the question becomes, are you inclusive? That, that means, okay, so I may know, but am I including them to the things and inviting them to the things that mm-hmm. I may be associated with? Okay, so now I'm having a party. Am I going to be inclusive mm-hmm. and, and yes. inviting those folks to maybe join in? Mm-hmm. You know, um, when I go to church, am I going to be inclusive and invite folks yeah. along with me? Mm-hmm. That may not look like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah. makes a difference. Can, can I share the story about Evan? We've talked a little bit about yeah. that before. Evan talked, being invited to a party. He was in the third, fourth grade, and all of the boys in the class um, were going to a party, and he was the one who was not invited. And they told him it was because he was different. And he was so wounded. He's since gotten over it. I mean, he's 21 years old now. But yeah. You know, for even at that young age, um, for for kids to learn a new language, for kids to learn to be inclusive, because they may not be thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I keep going with that story because what did you say to Evan? Because that's a hard oh, conversation to oh, have. I was, <laughs> you know? I was the one that was out of line, and so. Uh, <laughs> watch out! Watch out for the mom said anything like that and why don't you bring Evan over now and so Evan says mom she said I can come I want to go and I said no no you're not you're not going over that house and so then Evan says now mom you're the one who is you know is is wrong because how will they ever know uh, who I am unless I spend time and how great I am yeah right Yes. Okay, but can, even along those lines, can we just talk for a minute about how hopeful it is this generation that's coming up? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I mean seriously, totally. That just gave me chills because yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, because you should see Evan. He's starting his own company. You should see what his company looks like. It is of every hue. It's male, female, Asian, white, black, and it looks like hope. They didn't set out to create a diverse company. Yes. They set out to create a great company yeah. that happened to be diverse. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because so, of what? Because of what you said, Lisa. That inclusivity. Because the great thing about people is that everyone does have a different background, and it takes it from like flat and two dimensional mm-hmm. to three dimensional when you add. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely, and that kind of goes back to we see things differently. Yep. So when you're sitting at a board table, or yep. how do you want the same perspective? Or do you want different perspectives? Different right. perspectives is what's going to make a strong and build a strong company or organization. Yeah. Well, so that, that, that's, what's so, that's what's needed. And I think you're right, Brad. I think now with this new generation, I think that we are starting to see really what this world is supposed to really be founded on. Go, Evan. <laughs> and I do think it takes courage. It goes back to that word courageous. And um, people are worth it. Like, people yes. are amazing and they're worth it and worth getting to know. Regardless, mm-hmm. so, yeah, yeah. And, that goes, and that goes for, and that's a great statement, and I think that goes for all cultures. Um, and so when we're talking about in, in inclusivity, when we're talking about including people, mm-hmm. that means um, African Americans, including you know what I mean, people all of, of Asian descent and, and you know Indian descent. It's across the board. 
the board. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. for all of us to do. We can all yeah. do better, no matter what the color of your skin is. We all can do better um, with this. And yeah. we need to. It's yeah. necessary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's what's that. Yeah, Julie was talking about how important it is for us to just seek new information and mm -hmm. begin to lean into learning something new, learning more about a different culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think it's it's now is the time to, to do that. We we may not have liked what brought us here, but I mean that's what our God does. He takes things that. Um, may not have looked good at the beginning and he uses them for his purposes and so i think that that's something that we can look at now there's learning to, to happen right now and there's no better time ever in the history of the world to learn than right now we have access to more information now than we've than we've ever had so these conversations can be had and as we look at you know what policies have been in place that have not been okay that we just haven't known about or our textbooks haven't um, covered we have access at our fingertips to find that out like never before and so mm -hmm. i don't think that this timing uh is a mistake it's providential yeah and so it's like if there's if you have a question go look and um i know you've been you've done some really great stuff about adding voices and even looking at history about well i've just been trying to be in a posture of learning right now and and really really being purposeful and intentional about seeking other perspectives and and one thing that i've learned surprisingly to me is that um you know a lot of the history that i taught that i was taught through school was leaving out big pieces and and so it's causing me to lean into friends like Brenda and, and ask questions because they are impacted. We are all impacted, frankly, by, by the lack of that perspective that we weren't taught. And, and it impacts us, I think, in different ways. And I think it's helpful to ask questions to close that gap. You said that it's not so much that um, they taught us anything wrong. They just didn't tell us, teach us the whole story. Yeah, That's right. Story. And for uh, Lisa and for me as African-American parents, for our children to get that history, you have to teach it at home. It's, yes. it's often not. Okay. But it's also, in as much as it's important for you to teach that history, it's important for us to yes, teach sir. that history. Amen. Okay. And, and so, and that's one thing I love about, like, even this group, is it's sort of like, oh, I can do that. Like, yes. tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. Well, we can I can do that. Do that. And that's so, great. we can fill in the blanks. And so, and if we can't do it, it goes again to, to inclusivity. <laughs> yeah. Because invite the people over to be able to say, you know, what's your, what is your history? Like, where are you from? Because one thing about this country that is amazing is that it is a melting pot of so many different cultures. Yeah. And you may even get to know things about your own history that you never knew. And um, and it goes to that thing of courage, to not be afraid to do it and to yeah. fill in the rest of the story. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And you even think about standardized tests. I don't know that they've ever had a test about, a question on the test about African-American history. Rome, you better know your Roman history. You better know all these other yes. things. Isn't that interesting? Isn't it? Oh, um, don't even. I'm sort of like, are we going to go down the that no, road? No, don't go down the road. No, that's a, you that's talk a about a mama bear. I'm like, that's a secret. So, but yeah, and, and yes, America is all of this history. And yeah. what an exciting time because we are beginning to really embrace 
all of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we are better together. Okay, mm -hmm. can we, we touch on that too, though? In the history, there are things, because I think people will go, why, why, what's up with the monuments, or what's up, why is this happening? Yes. And so, can we just for a second talk about the history and why people are impassioned about this, like mm -hmm. what's going on? Because I think it's important to go, yeah, people are angry, and here's why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, what well, we were talking the other day about um, the, the Teddy Roosevelt monument, mm -hmm. and I honestly hadn't thought twice about it. Have you, sis? I have not. In fact, we went to, we went to, to the Roosevelt High School. <laughs> That's a high school we went to. Never thought about it. And so there is a slave and an Indian and Teddy Roosevelt sitting up high on a horse. And so it's the impression of superiority. And so that has come up against some, you know, opposition. And even the grandchildren of uh, Teddy Roosevelt have said, yeah, it's time to, to take that down. So mm -hmm. they're in agreement. So... Um, anyway, well, and, and I will just say, Brenda, that that has been a shift for me because I was in the, well, we can't erase history camp, um, for the whole conversation, but it has been in this time period, learning more and understanding why, uh, a black person would not want to go to a park called Robert E. Lee Park or go by a, a, a monument, um, celebrating him after he said that um, and I equate it to you know when I've been in Germany I do not see statues of Hitler because he reminds them of the, of the extermination of the Jews and what he did there so there are no monuments of, of Hitler and so this this has been a real shift in my thinking because like I said I was very much like we can't erase history but you do see what's celebrated and what's not. Yeah. I'm not about erasing history, but let's look at what we're putting up as celebratory yeah. and, and then what we're not. Yeah. Right. Okay. And, but so it, it does go back to just loving. Go, uh oh, keep going. Keep okay, going. I was just going to say it goes back to loving people and respecting people. And if something yeah. is offensive to another person, respect them enough to go, it's no, right. I respect you, I love you, how does this make you feel? Yeah. And then it's like, not always making someone go fight the fight either. You walk right. alongside right. and help. And right. so, right. as we go to even like, what can we do? Well, right. before that, okay. you went way deep. <laughs> this is why I love <laughs> these ladies. I hadn't thought about, no, there aren't any oh, yeah. statues of Hitler. Mm -hmm. So why would we put statues of these people who have done such harm? But we aren't powerless over right, this. Right. So in this part of caring for people, it involves listening. Mm -hmm. Listen. You can, we can listen. Mm -hmm. And we can learn. And I appreciate that from each of you. And it's tender and compassionate learning. Because mm -hmm. I know that... I know that I bumble over mm -hmm. things a lot. And I can offend mm -hmm. unintentionally. Mm -hmm. And it's like, go back mm -hmm. and make amends and restore. Because restoration and redemption mm -hmm. is a powerful thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, an inclusive listening. Yeah. Yeah. Like Lisa yeah. said, yeah. That I think that is so important. And, and that's where we do fill in the gaps of what we learned from school history right. or, yeah. or even our own experiences. That's how we fill in the gaps yeah. is, is well, yeah. listening. Well, and I, I don't, I, I know that we are not 
at all with the intention that we're going to solve everything yes. today with, with okay. daily. I feel like we, we yeah, solve all yeah. the problems. I, know, I mean, I know. If we were in the car, things, we'd yes, solve yes. the problems. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're, we're not going to solve everything. But one, one thing that I, I will say that, you know, Lisa talked about, you know, getting to know um, people of other backgrounds um, and people who don't look like you has been helpful for me to um, talk to my kids about, um, hey, if this were the case, let's talk about your friend who we love being in this position. Does that make a difference? Yes. And it definitely does. And so I just want to go back to what Lisa said and, and um, leave on kind of that note of, of uh, inclusivity and seeking and having courage to do that. Because even when you're the seeker, it takes courage to get out of your bubble and it do does. that. Yeah. Yeah. And then you never understand what a person's narrative is. Right. You know what their self talk yeah. is and Gosh, self talk. And and on the self talk I just think of Amina Brown and she did such a great job mm -hmm. on that broken record. So um, because the self talk is powerful. Yes. And so let's call that out too yeah. for sure. For mm -hmm. sure. Yes. And and we can put some of this to rest. Yeah. With with help. You know, the walking alongside together is another reason why we do this because it's helpful. And Lisa, <laughs> thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. I love together. Yeah, I do too. Oh, wait, hold uh, on. Hold I'm, on. I'm, say that again, sis. Oh, oh no. But not your credit card. With, uh, with my husband and I, my husband mostly kind of reminds me of this. It's CBA. CBA, Conceive, Believe, Achieve. We can make a difference collectively. We can do this through these types of conversations. We conceive the idea of what it is we want to do and accomplish. We believe that we can, and then we achieve it. And if that's racial equality, whatever that is, conceive it, believe it, achieve it. I love it. I love it. Yes, absolutely, sis. Love you. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Yeah, and to what she's saying, um, we're, we're brought to this place for victory. Right. And I'm excited that we're in this place mm -hmm. in our country right now. Well, we're having conversations that we would not have had otherwise. Yes. So lots of good is coming from, from all of this. So, so much. Embrace it. Well, that's one thing I love about you is that when I hang up the phone with you, and this could make me cry, but um, I, I walk away with hope. And I, I just, I love that about you. I'm grateful for you, grateful for your friendship. And I, I'm glad that we get to talk like this. I've learned a lot and um, and I look forward to continuing to learn a lot. So I feel the same way about the three of you too. Mm -hmm. so okay, and one, one more thing on action things, because I do think people want to know what to do. So read a book if you don't know. Go get a book and learn. Um, it, go on your social media, add voices that you, that yes. are just, you know, look at your friends because your friends have friends, which means that you probably align philosophically and add, get a little, just get the depth. So it's 3D. And then everyone here has unique gifting and purpose. What do you love doing? Like, what do you love doing? My friend Erin here loves taking pictures. And so during the COVID environment, she pulled out her camera, she started taking pictures of family and ended up giving how much money away because she didn't charge anybody. She asked them to give. How much money was given away from that? $153,000. $153,000. Wow. Yes, we may not know technology like these young people do. <laughs> 
but we can bake cookies, all right, or whatever it is. <laughs> that's right. That's and right. go meet your neighbor. Yeah. Go love that's your good. neighbor, the people right next door to you, the people that look different than mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And um, I just tell you, love, love changes things. And and it never is supposed to be on just our power alone. So anyway, go today. Say something encouraging to someone because it means a lot. Um, because the person standing next to you might very well feel unseen, unheard, and maybe unloved. And so let's hit them with an encouraging word. And thanks, you guys. Until next time. A very special thanks to Aaron and to Brenda and to Julie. We hope you enjoyed this conversation. That was encouraging. It's definitely an important conversation we thought we should have. And one that I'm sure will be continued. And a very special thanks to you. Want to stay connected? Visit SaySomethingShow.com and sign up to our mailing list. Or check us out on YouTube, follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, listen on Apple Podcasts, or check out our channel on Truly Media. See you next time on Say Something.